Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Macaroni, Bitch, I'm busy. Where are you? Okay, wait, before you put your camera on. So, Bob has gotten his hair did. She done got a man weave, and I have not seen it. You didn't tell me you're getting it today. So I'm about to, you're about to, I'm about to see it and whatever. Are you, are you, are we going to count down? Well, before we do, I want to talk about when I first saw yours. I remember when you got your man weave and I was, <laughs> we were in the airport. Monet just, okay, Monet, I don't think you said anything. You just showed up and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? And we will, we will put a video in to show y'all. I had the videos of you wearing it. You were, you were Turning, you were doing stunts and shows when I came with my man. You were doing too much. You were so rude. Well, I, I was, I, what was I doing? You were like, you, you were, you started filming me. You started recording me. No, okay, just so everyone's clear. I was vlogging everyone, so it's me, Larry, Tislarm, like everyone was. So it's not. I did not start filming one day because she showed up with hair. Everyone I'm was filming. I had footage. hair on, and you were filming me. And if you and if you look at the film, you'll see the film starts with me and Larry, me and Dear Two Face in my apartment before I even knew Monet had did her thing. Anyway, are you ready for my hair? Yeah, I'm gonna calm down from three. Okay. Three, two, one. Reveal yourself. Why are you laughing? 
you look at that picture with you and Justin when you have the y'all have the, the Christmas one when y'all have the sweaters on. Bob, I'm gagging. Oh my god, you look so. I, th- I thought you were gonna get you were gonna get you were gonna get the um the Killamonger. Yeah, so I went to Mickey the Barber, who we mentioned on the podcast before, and Mickey did not have that unit in. She didn't have the unit Damn. to do that. So we were, like, discussing, what should I get? Should I get waves? And I ended up with this little curly, little mini, mini, mini fro moment. It's not even a fro. How long, okay, like a, tell us the process. How long did it take you? I wanted all the things. Okay, so this took about, um, about three hours to do. I was also stopping. We were talking. We were like talking and chatting. It probably would have been an hour and a half if we weren't talking and kicking and cackling and vlogging the whole thing. Is Mickey queer? Mickey is queer. Mickey identifies as a lesbian. Work. Yes. Um, and is Mickey close to us, or do is was it like a, a trek? So it's in the arts district. I don't it's, know what that it's, means. It's in. It's it's it was about thirty minutes away from where I am. Thirty oh, minutes away. Oh, that's from not Hollywood. bad at all. You know, not, no, well, not, okay, not wait, bad, turn, not bad. Turn around, give, us, give us a full 360, bitch. Turn around. Okay, so here's the... Here's the oh, my God. That looks so good, Roberta. I can't take it. I can't. I can't. Bitch, you, if if I'm... I w- Girl, these things are so good. I could never... I would never know that that was not your real hair. Honestly, it looks amazing. So... So Mickey and I were talking. We had this plan because, like, to be honest, so I, I haven't even had it for. I've had this for a very short amount of time, so I don't. I don't really know. Um, okay, bitch. How long I can actually manage with and it? And you, yeah, I mean, you have to sleep with a do rag. You got to like put like your little oil. So your I little can't. Sheets I can't wear a do rag. I actually can't wear a do rag because mine is not. Because it, it will. It will smush my hair. Mine uh, is like pretty dense. So I actually have to just wear a bandana around this part like a bandana around the edges <laughs> you feel like you are like, like the black box. bitch the, like, you like a black girl from the 90s i love it i fucking bob it looks so good you look so good thank you so i'm gonna be wearing by the way i am wearing this to the gym tomorrow morning oh honey that's when i okay so bob you know me i am so i you're, am you're like that's, that's that's you're like according to monet the gym is when you really put this bitch to the test, honey. This is when you, know you me, really I, find you out know if me, you got I that life. I am Sweatisha McSweaterson. And let me tell you something. I, Bob, I would sweat so <laughs> much that that the that the water would start to pour from under the unit and it would just be like a pool of water just falling from the <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm I'm not as sweaty as you, but I'm not not sweaty. I'm sweater I'm sweatier than most people I feel. So yeah. we're going to we're gonna get into that. We're gonna find out how she is. Um but anyway, yeah. The here she here's my girl. So it was it it felt it felt weird because I was growing. You know this process when you growing out your yes. hair, you're girl. hiding. I mean, girl, girl, girl. you are <laughs> at every corner <laughs> pictures because you don't want people to see the mess you're growing on your head. So me and her were talking. And we we're like, honestly, I kind of want to um, after this one. I was like, maybe down the line I will because she had this one that's like black and white, and I was like, what if I do a Cruella Deville moment? So here's my idea: I get a Cruella Deville outfit made, I get one in drag, and I do Cruella Deville out of drag. So I'm like, Cruella Deville's a drag queen. This is her in drag. This is her out of drag. That could be a moment. I want to do so. I, I want to get one too. I want to do a full blonde moment though. I want to do blonde, or do like. Or do like caramel brown, like so. I bitch, I'm gonna be one color, hair, skin, everything, one color, <laughs> monochromatic. 
You should go to you should go to Mickey. I'll go to Mickey. Mickey is Mickey is like one of the best ones. But I've seen Mickey has done like low, low, low seasons. I'm like, how is that? How is it so unclockable? It's really good. Mickey does really good work. So when she does a low Caesar, she's actually hand laying the hair. So it's not a unit. This is a piece. When she does a right. low Caesar, she's actually laying the hair individually by hand. But what she's saying is that hairstyle really does not last any more than two weeks. And that is taking extreme, extreme care of it and it only lasts for Got two it. weeks. This can last for like a month. I don't know that I'm going to last a month. Um, oh, yeah. How are you going to put wigs on? Well, I don't have any gigs until January. I don't have any gigs until the new year. I was saying, but Bob, okay, but let, okay, okay. Let's say you do this and you love it. You're like, oh my god, I have my, I have my mojo back, and you want to keep on doing this. Can you wear this? Can you wear this with wigs? Yeah, I think you can. I'm pretty sure you can. How are you gonna Should pin the wigs really... in and stuff? I mean, I never pin. You think how do I? I don't pin my wigs in now. <laughs> I w Bob, because we're bald, because so it grips to your head. But when you have something like that, it's gonna, it's, it's creating space, and the wigs are gonna fit on your head differently. Gonna, you're gonna have to pin them in. But ask the Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> you are so rude. Oh my God! I'm sitting here with a fucking two pair. I'm sitting with a two pair myself. But honestly, this part is really the main feature. Oh, it's everything. It's fierce, bitch. Bitch, you look, it looks so fucking good. You're about to get all the tray, honey. You're about to get all the pussy. Honey, the comment section's looking thirsty, honey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this is such a departure from how I normally look, because I normally don't have any hair anywhere on my I head. I know. You know what I mean? I'm getting And now I have a facial. full beard. And I, and I wanted to do this hair while I had this beard. I was like, I think I want to do the, the two together. Um... And anyway, I love it. I think it looks really good. I'll That's find great. out if this feels like something I could actually upkeep and do for a long period of time. Because already, it, I mean, just as she was describing, I was like, "This feels like this feels like a lot of work." Like what? And, like what is what? 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 What's, what? What is the? It's the head time, the keeping your head like washing your face, but not getting your hair wet, and 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 like you can't get you can't get wet at all. You know what I mean? I mean, I think you can get it wet, but it's like a whole. It's like a whole thing. She was like, just keep your hair wrapped in the shower, do all this. You basically, it's, it's a weave. You have to treat it like a weave. You see, that's that's my problem. I I, I gym to. I, so when I got mine, I was like the first day. I didn't go to the gym, obviously, and I was like the second day. I was like, which I'm going to the gym, and then I would kept on going to the gym, and it, it started to get so itchy. It was my skin was so irritated under it from like the sweating and not being able to like I guess cleanse that area. It mm -hmm. my it really irritated my scalp. It's and it took my scalp. A while. I had like really a bad breakout. It took my scalp a while, a while to recover, like a couple of months. Oh my god! Well, I'm also if it was if it was warmer, actually maybe I will. I think I want to try to test this hair out. I want to go swimming. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm going to go hiking. I'm gonna like put this hair to the test. I think maybe my vlog will be me like testing this hair out and seeing how it withstands with me trying my best to take care of it, but also like actually like putting this hair to the test okay, again and i'll tell y'all y'all don't know so what i found out there are a lot of like a lot of basketball players do this they have these fucking they have man weaves in and bitch we out here thinking that they are living the best life but they, bitch, they fully have, which you are there's no problem with man weaves which people i wear wigs for a living literally so there's no problem with it but a lot of people have man weaves on more than y'all think I mean, if these basketball players are doing it and they're sweating, then hell, if they, if they can True. do it play basketball. But also, bitch, that's, they're making like $83 million a year. Bitch, they probably change it every week. 
but you want to be up in, I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, when I, when I did have, actually, we had a really great, I kind of want to bring Mickey on the, on the podcast. We had a great conversation about, about like how a lot of her clients are almost exclusively gay men. Um, even really? the ones who don't need the, who don't need the weaves because they just don't want to go to barbershops. Toxic fucking <laughs> barbershops. Barbershops are terrible. I used to hate them as a kid. Yeah. My faggoty ass. So she so so she's so she's like, yeah, a lot of people just don't want to go to barbershop. They'd rather be with a with a with a queer person. And it just feels better to be able to talk to another queer person in, instead yeah. of being in like barbershops are hor like y'all, they're horrible. Like for a queer yeah. person. I'm sure for 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 straight people it's, it's fun. Woo, yay, congratulations. But for black queer people, especially I can't speak for I don't know what white barbershops are like. But for black queer people, <laughs> right. barbershops can be I don't know. <laughs> I bet y'all just be up in a doo whopping barbershop quartet in the corner. I love to get my hair cut. Yes, I do. I love to get my hair cut. Yes, I do. Ah, shut the fuck up. But for black people, black queer yeah. people, a barbershop can be a very traumatizing place. To be honest, I am serving this look right now. This is Oh, my God. I see. I, bitch, first of all, I'm looking at the camera. I'm like, I know this nigga is not looking at me. Bitch, you're looking at yourself. I know you're looking at yourself. Well, you are. Okay, were you looking at yourself when you, first got, when you first got your hair done? Oh yeah, bitch! I couldn't stop looking at it. I loved it. It was crazy. You're um, living. You how, love it. Ooh, how long ooh, did you, you fucking how love long it? Did you keep yours? How long did you keep yours? Uh, I want to say maybe like about bitch. I kept it in maybe like two weeks. No, I have Bob. I have the video of me ripping it off at the Amsterdam airport when we went for sibling rivalry. Wait, did I only see you for? I hadn't seen you for two weeks. What do you mean? I saw you at the airport. With, that's when I saw you. That's when I first saw the hair was at the airport. I didn't see you for Bob, two Bob, are you forgetting these that? are back in the days when we were traveling. We we, we were we weren't always in town at the same time, bitch. We were always doing our own thing. I don't, no, you was avoiding me. You was hanging out with Kim. You and Kim and, and Plastic was hanging out at the time. Wait, I had to I find bet, the video. I bet a dollar y'all Jay, was. I don't know if I want to put this in, on the podcast. This video is very embarrassing. I don't know if I can do that, but I'll show you. Are you going to show you, guys, you <laughs> say you're going to show me? Yeah, okay, but Jay, do something with my screen or something. Look at me. You know this would be a you, you know this would be a Patreon exclusive. Only the patrons can see Monet ripping the piece off. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Show me. Wait, was it hurting? Is that why you couldn't do it? Yeah, it hurts so wait, bad. The, turn, turn, turn it more to the middle. Turn it more to the middle. It's like a tight. It's like a fucking adhesive. It hurts so. Well, why bad. didn't you? Well, why didn't you? Oh, I was I was gonna say why didn't you use a solvent because you bitch you were in the airport. I was in the airport, and I remember I remember you and I was I was sitting we were sitting right next to, next to each other in first class, and my hair was scratching so bad I was just like hitting my head so bad. So we got to the answer the airport, and I was like I can't, and I disappeared to the bathroom, and I came back, and I took my wig my weave off, and so all Mickey of y'all were said, like this bitch is crazy. Mickey said that it was it's not actually the um. It's not actually the the sweat that would make your hair itch. It is the hair growing back. It's oh. the hair growing underneath the glue that makes your hair head itch. Oh, girl. Uh-uh. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. 
I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Well, I think it's time to get into giving some advice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is like I said. This is Sylvan Advisory, and we are uh, back. You all really seem to enjoy our new segment. Thank you so much for showing us so much love and support. You always show us love here at Sylvan Rivalry, and um, and now here at Sylvan Advisory, uh, we're gonna get it popping. So you you wanna go first? Or you want me to go first, Mo? I, I I like to go first. All right, so let's take a listen to our audio advisory submission. Uh-uh-uh. Hi, Sibling Advisory. My name is James, and I want to get your guys' opinion on some very petty high school drama. Oh, God, high school so drama. So I have these two friends that really do not like each other. Let's call them M and V. Um, M is spreading rumors about V. She's taking pictures with V's ex to make her jealous. She is turning mutual friends against V. And I feel bad because I want to tell V about the things that M's doing because she doesn't really know. But me and V have only been friends for a couple of months, whereas me and M have been friends for a while and we're definitely closer. Um, And M has had my back during times when I was not doing the right thing. So I don't really know what I should do. What do you guys think? What was that one? (laughs) It was SZA. It was your favorite song of the weekend. (laughs) Uh Um, 
Petty you know, high school drama. Oh, that brings me back. Oh, I this is this is so high school. I bitch, I used to engage in a lot of this behavior. You might be shocked. This is this. It could not be further from my high school experience. <laughs> I was the president of the drama club, but there was no drama in our club, honey. We, that's we that's were... a lie. I, arts kids are so dramatic, and there's always drama in art school. Are you joking? Not me, girl. Listen, you listen. I'm telling you, what I, I keep telling you, I was a very innocent kid. I was not sneaking off and sucking dick and doing all that crazy stuff. I had one girlfriend, and we, I was very monogamous. To my to, to my one girlfriend, we were not doing, we were not pettying, we were not. Uh, I was not. I was not Mr. Steel girl. There was no, <laughs> there was no tomfoolery or shenanigans going on. Mm, uh, mm. with me anyway. I'm sure the other kids were probably acting wild, but not me. Yeah. Um, but it's so. Is this a high school? This is a high schooler. Yeah, this is high school. This, this is this is very standard high school drama for sure. Yeah, well, the, you seem to be the expert, so I'll let you go first, and I'll give my advice after you. Well, you know, I am. Um, Bob and I have discussed have discussed this on the podcast about being ride or die, and like who the friends like you really ride for and do things for. But it, it doesn't sound like you are ride or die for M or V. Yes, you're closer to M, but it doesn't sound like she's like or they are like your best friend or like you're like homie, homie, homie. For example, if this was if if M was Bob and V was I don't know fucking Layla McQueen, I would ride for Bob, and I would like I would not. I, I, Bob and I would have conversations about bitch you're being messy I, I think that you can have a conversation with M that M is being messy but I don't think you need to go and tell on on M to V because that's just going to make more drama and yes you are going to be you're going for like a, the righteous thing and like, and like try to put everyone out there and let, and, let, and let V know what's being said about her but that's going to stir up more drama and possibly I mean I don't know how about it about it y'all are at your high school but I could possibly start a fight between M and V and then you're going to be right in the middle of it because you told V what M, that it was M saying the stuff. So I think you should tell M, girl, you've been really messy. You need to stop doing this because um, I don't know what the rumors are, though. Like, is she saying like she's like sucking like like she's saying that she's sucking this boy's dick? Like, I don't know, like what the drama is. Well, I was hearing like taking pictures with the ex and stuff. I agree with Monami. Mean, I just to read just a second that you can. In my opinion, being a real ride or die, being someone's real friend is, is letting them know when they're being messy and yes. not uh, standing up for them when they're in the wrong. When you're a real friend, you're like, hey, these are the areas you can improve upon, and this is where it's getting a little yeah. messy. That's To yeah. me, that's what real friendship is. You know? Yeah, yes. So I think talk to M. Be like, M, you're being messy. Did it, like, doing with the, the thing with the boyfriend. Like, girl, you need to, like, like, girl, come on now. But I don't think you need to get you yourself involved much. and tell on it, M. Yeah, you're doing too much. Yeah, because then you're making you making you're making their drama your drama. And baby, yeah. you, let me tell you right now, you, I, I don't need extra drama in my life. Despite what what you hear me say here on this podcast, we, I, we got <laughs> all enough, the money. Got enough true. Drama. Yeah, Bobby and drama too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, let's go to our next one. All right, dear Bob Monet, I'm a black queer woman in charge of a. Oh, by the way, just so everyone knows. As a reminder, this is our new segment. It's called Sibling Advisory, and we do want you all to send us some audio submissions. Um, we will have a little yes, uh, description at the end of this episode telling you how to send in audio submissions. All right? Here we go. Um, Dear Bob Monet, I'm a black queer woman in charge of a small team at a major tech company. My team Ooh. is racially diverse, but there aren't any black people on it. I sometimes feel pressure from external forces, friends, family, coworkers, and their tech teams 
that there aren't enough black people working for me. It's not a purposeful thing that happened. And I feel like I do a lot of other things to increase black representation in my company. I sometimes feel like I shouldn't have to justify myself to other people, but I'm also aware that I've grown up with some internalized racism and I'm trying to leave space to listen to the critiques of other people of color. How do I navigate this and hold myself accountable? Do I even need to? It's sincerely clear-coded. You may take this one first. Yeah, girl, you, I, I, I know you want to. So I, okay, so I um have a creative team on the show We're Here that is made up of mostly, actually, is mostly Mexican people and um and some white people as well. So I have uh, Gloria Davina, um, Mindy Lamour, um, Tyler, and um, uh, Ricky, who are all Mexican. And then I have Domino, Layla, and Kennedy, who are white. Um, and there aren't there aren't any any black people on my creative team and in this moment for me this it ended up happening this way because i i did have black people on my creative team actually it had asian people on my team i had black people on my team and then through availabilities and working with people and what's ended up working out best and i ended up with the team that i have now i used to have keisha car on my team i used to have jasmine rice on my team um and the people that everyone has been on my team has been a expert in drag now, this is just on my team for We're Here. This actually feels very similar to what I'm going through as well because I do have black yeah. people on my – like, my my lawyer is black. My trainer is black. Uh, one of my photographers is black. Uh, two of my hairdressers are, are – my hair – my wig stylists are are black. Um, there's, like, obviously, like, lots of black people on my team, but sometimes when you post one specific – I post this one picture, and it was just me and these Mexicans and these white people, and everyone's like, see, Bob hates black people. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And then, so part of me wants to like listen to what people are saying and be like, okay, I'm listening and I'm hearing what you're saying because you, you're seeing that I, this this particular part of my creative team doesn't have any black people on it, um, and it's also kind of like this this person, this our our friend here, queer coded, um, that is that is only a fraction of my team. This is just one part of my team that's on this particular uh, television show, not my team at large. You know what I mean, and, and and of course in my head my my thing was like I my, my gut reaction was to defend myself and be like you don't even know that the DJ that I mainly travel with is black. Whenever we travel, I we use almost all black dancers. Um, like 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 I and not only that, I have two entire I I've done I've done two full black queer festivals for black queer people where we hire black people, pay them very well for their time and their talents. Um, mm, but also very well is debatable. Uh, we know we paid you less than everyone else. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then we actually, other one, they're like, right. Um, and, but then I'm also thinking to myself, like, I don't want to justify that by parading around the people that we, the, the work that I make. Cause I, I don't do it to, to be able to be like, Oh, look what I did. Miss thing. I do it because I, because several reasons. One, because I love to um, help and pay black people. And sometimes it's just because those black people happen to be the best people for the job as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that in terms of like listening to the critique, you you can listen to it. And if it feels valid to you, you can apply it. If you think that there is some room for improvement for yourself, then you can do that as well. What do you think, Mona? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I, I, I don't I don't often get that same critique as Bob, but, but I, I do sometimes as well that, oh, why don't you have this person do your hair? And oh, oh, I see, I, I see. None of your designers are black, and that's just, just literally not true. Like Bob said, a lot of it is is availability. But for your specific circumstance, I know that I have. I I, I don't know because I'm not involved in tech. 
but I have heard that critique that there aren't a lot of black people involved in tech. And why are they hiring more black people, et cetera, et cetera. So you're obviously in another industry that people say this a lot, say this about, say this, say this to you about your industry a lot. So I understand the frustration, but I mean, I, I agree with Bob. I mean, you can't like, I'm like, you, you know that you are making strides to make that happen as best as possible. And you're trying your best to, to fill that void with, black folk and black queer people especially and i get that so i think if you know that you are doing your due diligence to make that happen and 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 you're trying your best you, um people people gonna have something to say whether you are doing really good or really bad or whether, you, or whether you're trying really good or, i mean or whether you're trying really hard or not people are going to have something to say regardless of what the fuck you're doing so as long as you can sleep with yourself at night knowing that you are doing those things to try to make that happen as best as you can that's that's all you can do you cannot you cannot you you cannot do your job to please other people. Well, I, well, I guess that's part of it. <laughs> Having a job is to please your boss and make sure you get fired. But well, you and pleasing can, customers and pleasing so and so. Yeah, the part, right, part of right, depending right. on so what your you, job is basically depending on your job. Yeah, well, your job. But in this specific aspect, I think that you're doing the best that you can, and um, you you're gonna have critics regardless of what you do. Bitch, if, if if you hire ten black people next year, they're like, well, why wasn't it twelve? What I'm saying, it's, it's, you're constantly going to be chasing this thing forever and ever and ever. You, you just do the best that you can and try as hard as you can to make it happen. Yeah, I can confirm, you know, like I said, I did two entire festivals where we hired, I think between the two, literally about 80 black queer people. And, the, but, and still, and still people <laughs> have these, these criticisms. Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, go off. Have a criticism. I'm not saying that, that your critique is invalid, but I am saying it is not informed. Right. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, yeah. she knows words today. That's cute. Yes, informed, what? which is not a big word. <laughs> go, do the next question, Mona. For you, it is. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. 
and um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use the code rivalry for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code rivalry for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Let's go into the next question. <laughs> Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob and Monet. I've recently gotten myself involved in a pretty messy situation. I work this. I work with this other gay guy named Andy, ooh, who had what I'll call a situationship oh. with, with, with this guy <laughs> named Max. They've been going on dates and fucking for a while, and Max has even taken Andy on vacations. They recently had a pretty bad falling out because Max has a long-distance boyfriend that he is still in love with, so he wanted to keep Andy all hush-hush. The problem is I am also attracted to Max, but just sexually. Even after they had a big fight and Andy told me not to talk to him, I fucked him anyways. Things have oh only gotten God. worse between the two. And when Andy asked me if Max and I had met up, I lied and said we've only been texting. So that night, Andy gets drunk, sees Max at the bar, and confronts him and aggressively tells him to leave me alone and stop talking to me. I have yet to end things with Max because I want front row tickets to see Hamilton. <laughs> I feel like a horrible God. friend, but at the same time, I want my cookies. Thoughts? Sincerely, Hamilton tickets. <laughs> this is... Okay, <laughs> Hamel tickets is messy. Hamel tickets is very messy. I have a few questions. I mean, okay, though. let's a let's situa- break it, let's try to break it down. Okay, let's break it down. So yeah, it's a big story. It, it, it sounds it sounds like Andy and Max are just fuck buddies, right? Because they're calling it a situation situation ship. It's not a relationship. There's a situation ship. But also, I wouldn't put it behind Hamilton tickets to play down. Bitch, they could be fully married, and Hamilton tickets would be like, "It's a situation ship because they're messy." So, <laughs> so it sounds like Max and Andy are fuck buddies, and Hamilton tickets started fucking Max because they think Max is hot and they want some tickets to Hamilton. So it sounds like they're using Max. It sounds like they're lying to Andy. Um, it sounds like Andy and Max have a tumultuous relationship. It's, well, it sounds like none of you are tr- are being truthful with each other. Except for Max. All of you Ma- are. No, Max is being truthful. Max yeah, is like, I have Max. a long distance boyfriend that I'm that, that, that I'm in love with. But Andy, you're here so we can fuck and we can go on vacations. And um and uh. But is uh, he being truthful? Yeah. With his, does his long distance boyfriend know this? I don't know. Let's let you know what we have him in the call. Let, let me patch him in. <laughs> yeah. This okay. This is wild. I'm gonna. I'm going to go ahead and say that there's not a lot of open, honest communication going on here. I think that there's some toxic, there's a, there seems to be a lot of toxicity percolating in this dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to lie, I do find that very concerning. Well, and also, so so that this part, so that night Andy gets drunk, sees Max at the bar, confronts him, and aggressively tells him to leave me alone and stop talking to me. Bitch, Andy, Max is not your boyfriend. You can't tell him to stop talking to him. Y'all, y'all, y'all are in a situationship. Um, he has someone that you know that he's in love with, so he, he doesn't have to listen to you. Because then it's, Hamilton says, I've yet to end things with Max. That means Max is probably at the bar like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next day, Hamilton says, come over and give me that um, slurpity slurpity. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, suckity slurpity. 
<laughs> Second is everybody. Um, so yes, yeah, so I feel like Max seems the only one. I feel like Max, Max is not an innocent bystander, but Max is just literally. He's like, I'm having sex with Andy. I'm having everyone. Max. Everyone knows who Max is fucking. Max is fucking Andy. He's fucking Hamlet tickets, and he's fucking his long distance boyfriend. Uh, on, yeah, on, yeah on, girl, on. Max is getting that dick wet, honey. Max is getting <laughs> or getting or getting or getting that back broke, getting splickety splacked down, honey. Yeah, but for you, Hamlet tickets, I think. Honestly, Andy doesn't own Max. I think you can, in my opinion, bitch, still fuck Max as much as you want to. Get those fucking Hamilton tickets. Still have sex with Max. Like, live your life. Andy doesn't, he's not his boyfriend. Andy can mind it. He can have sex with Max too or not. Max is trying to give it to everybody, so I'll take it. I also have a problem with people who are, like, trying to, like, go out in the world and fuck, like, a lot of people and, like, claim every, like, fucking as many people as possible and claiming them all and being like I, I, I think it's weird when this is just me this is where me and Todrick Hall had a, a huge conversation once I think it's weird when, but when someone's like you can't have sex with anyone that I've ever had sex with I'm like oh what <laughs> not yeah, he, that you can't, he, he was like he's like I think it's weird for friends to have sex with people that I've had sex with they're my friends I'm like what do you think about that Monet Okay, so like an example. So like, let's say you and I are both having sex with uh, Mateo, or or you and Mateo used to have sex, and then me and Mateo started having sex. Are you like you can't fuck Mateo? I used to fuck Mateo. Oh no no no! I don't I don't think so. No, that is that wouldn't bother me. I what would what, what would bother me if Mateo and I were dating, and Mateo and I were a couple, and you and I were best friends, right? And then mm-hmm. Mateo and I broke up. Then you and Mateo's then. Then you would then okay sorry okay Mateo and Monet are, 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 you, are, are use 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 one of our actual boyfriends to make it easier just use one of our exes or current boyfriends to make it easier. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Okay, you okay you and Jacob are you and Jacob are we are y'all were together for a year y'all broke up right two years mm-hmm. five, whatever how long y'all, y'all been together for three years four years now four years four years yeah not because of a four years bitch we've, we've been together four years three and a half. Oh, sure. What, what, what is this? Price is right? <laughs> <laughs> you and Jacob together. And then, but, and then, so then you and Jacob break up. And then you, me and Jacob get together. But then you and Jacob are, but you and Jacob start fucking again later. I would not, I would not be into that. I'm like, that's your ex boyfriend. You have such a, a big pass with him. You should, I'm not with you fucking him. How do you feel about that? Okay. That, that is so complicated. I haven't even considered that <laughs> as a notion. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think you and Jacob were together. Indulge. You and Jacob break up. You know, I got it. I, 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 I picked it. I picked it up. Uh huh. I picked it up. I've just never considered this as a notion. Um, I think that consenting adults should be able to have sex with whoever they want, as long as everyone consents and no one's being cheated on, no one's being lied to. I don't know that I. I don't know what it's like to hook up with an ex. I don't have any exes, and I'm like, would I ever fuck my ex? That just sounds crazy. Um, I also would. I think I, there's so much emotion I, involved there. Even though I believe in. I also don't, but, but that's the thing though. My one of my boyfriends is full, fully has an entire girlfriend that he has oh, a I lot know. of emotion with. So I don't mind my partner having sex with someone that he has a lot of emotion with. Like that, that doesn't bother me at all. Work. Like I, I'm okay with my partner having sex with someone that he has emotions for. Work. That's I bad. mean, I have sex with I have sex. With, I have two partners, and I have. Sex I know. With and I, have I a know. Lot of emotions I know. But, but again, y- y'all have also all. 
um, y'all are all in polyamory together. So like that's like that's like a different thing too. So it's kind of different. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. It doesn't have. To, I mean, I don't. For my, for me and my partners, it doesn't have. They don't have to be having meaningless sex. Their sex can mean something. I don't. I don't. I don't need to be Work. your only uh, like passionate, meaningful sex. I don't, like. I, I don't. I don't feel possessive over your uh, over your experiences. I feel possessive over my experiences, but I don't feel possessive over other people's experiences. You know. But I do think it's weird that Andy, Andy seems to be possessive over. <laughs> yeah, Andy seems possessive over Max's experiences without wanting to. All, yeah, no, that's weird. That is that is very strange, and and I think that there's a lot of toxicity in this in this dynamic between Andy and um, uh, Hamilton tickets. Quite yeah. frankly, I mean, listen, Hamilton tickets. I say fuck it, fuck Max as, as long as you can, as long as you want to get those Hamilton tickets, get the Cinderella tickets. Like fuck him. Like who cares what Andy <laughs> thinks? It's not his business. Like have sex. Also, everyone was gagging at how straight faced you were while reading the twincest story last time. <laughs> but you were reading like like you, like you were reading like you were reading a recipe for cornbread. You were like, yeah, two <laughs> scoops of flour, one scoop of butter, and what? What's going on? What's the matter? Yeah. Preheat the oven to 450. Make sure you grease the pan. I was like, oh my God. And I'm the one from Alabama. <laughs> Let's read the Let's next one. Let's go to the next one. Go ahead. Dear Bob and Monet, I am a tall bisexual lady, LOL, and I sometimes find it hard to talk to guys who are shorter than me, mm. even when I'm interested in them. Have mm. y'all ever had to adjust your standards when it comes to dating? And do you have any advice on how to do that? Thank you so much. Much love. Sincerely, high standards. Are right, you take it first, Mo? Can I just tell the so listeners? Much? Jacob is the one writing the names. Uh, Jacob, Jacob, these are really good. I'm very impressed. You're funny. <laughs> oh my, Jacob's very funny. Jacob's very funny. Not high standards. Okay, girl, girl. I feel like I I know this story so well. This is. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. What? So, so Bob, obviously, Bob, both of Bob's partners are very short. Bob has no problems dating people that are much smaller, shorter than him. But also, in Bob's relationships, Bob asserts himself as the top and as you know, as the the dom in his relationships, in 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 in, in sexual relationships and romantic ones. I play, often play a verse role, but but more like a a subverse or bottom verse, whatever you want to say. So. I sometimes to me I have been attracted to guys who are who are who are shorter than me but in a sexual I always think about the sex and I'm like that would be so weird to me I'm 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 a big as Bob says we are big ass niggas okay so the <laughs> thought of having somebody who is so much smaller than me trying to top me it, I just I it's like a mental block I can't I like can't I have not ever figured how to do that so I have I have always been attracted to be I, I used to always say on my shows like you need to be at least six foot two to get on this ride like I I how tall is six foot two Andy is six two he's literally six two. I feel like I've stood next to Andy, and I am definitely taller than Andy. Or, or he's, or he's like six one, six one, six two, something like that. He's, he's taller than me. I'm bitch. I'm five ten three quarters. And I'm a, I'm me. a, I'm a dainty six two. I make you look like six feet. <laughs> so I like, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm big boned. I'm fat. I'm tall. Like so, so I, I definitely, so I never really gravitate towards really skinny guys. Or guys who are short because I just feel like I'm just such a big ass nigga. Like I just need someone who can hold me down. And Andy is definitely that. I'm very grateful for that. So I feel you. And I mean, and I listen. And you I give it, 
you have given no advice, Monet. All you're saying is I'm like, fuck her. them short well, niggas. I'm, I'm, well, I'm about to tell her. Like, if you feel uncomfortable, I don't feel. I don't think you should pursue into a sexual or romantic relationship that you feel uncomfortable with. I was like, if you know that you want someone who can physically make you feel the way that you want, then that's what you should go for. I don't think you need to change that because you feel like you're being shortest or or or, or you're being prejudiced against short or, or against short guys. I don't think it's that. It's like you just you just physically don't feel comfortable and you can't feel sexy if you're dating someone or having sex with someone that that doesn't make you feel that way. And I and I think that's absolutely fine. See, my advice is on the contrary. So I, okay, Monet says some things that are, that are kind of true, but doesn't scan across the board for me. I, both my boyfriends are shorter than me, yes. However, I am very, very attracted to incredibly tall people. Um, Monet knows about that one person in Portland I used to look up with who's like six mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not trying to put there because once I say that, everyone will know who I'm talking about. Um, but like, and then you know about... Um, I'm not going to say it, but you know about all the people I've hooked up with. Who yeah, are, yeah, 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 I know, I know, are, I know. Some of, them are, some of them are very tall. I love, love, love tall guys. Tall guys are so beautiful. I also love very short guys. And I love average height, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and I do think that when I was, when I first started, like, having sex or whatever, I had a very limited view of what I could find attractive. But then I just opened up, I opened up my mind and I tried new stuff and I realized that it is I think it is possible to shift your perspective on how you view beauty and and uh, sexiness in other people. Um, I recommend you listen to a podcast called Tell Me I'm Fat. It's an episode of This American Life. It's called it's an episode of This American Life called Tell Me I'm Fat. It's it's by it's it's, it's an episode by the woman who um did Shrill, who wrote Shrill. She used to work mm. for Dan Savage. And it's about a woman who uh, had to shift her. Dan Savage's podcast was really good. Oh, it worked. She, she had to shift her perspective on how she viewed fat people as a fat person. And mm-hmm. and she was like, I had to decide that fat was sexy. That being fat was not like acceptable, but like sexy. And then she's like, and it worked. And I think that that has worked for me as well over time. And I and I, I think that's how I, how I come to the part where I realize that I'm pansexual, that it's not just um, that it's not just men for me, um, that I that my sexuality goes beyond that. And it's honestly been really freeing for me. And the best thing I can say is just, I had to just challenge my notions of what I thought was, attra- and there's still biases that I want to biases that I want to break down in my, um, what I find sexy and what I don't find sexy in the world. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent, you know, I, I still have, I still have things that I find attractive and unattractive in people. And, you ever notice that people who like people who have a wide palate seem to be having the best sex and the best sex lives? You ever notice that, like folks who just like are down to fuck with with a wide palate, they like they fuck tall guys, short guys, fat guys, skinny guys. They or people in general, they seem to be having some of the best sex and just living their best lives. And I am very envious of that. Yeah, I mean, regarding this person, I don't think that the person, I don't, I, I don't think they're saying that. Because you you, you, you like, said, like you, said saying, you said to shift your perspective. Go ahead. It's not this woman is saying that she that she doesn't want to that she has a hard time dating short guys mm-hmm. because she just because she's very tall. And, and yeah, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't a think short she's guy that, that short guys it, are unattractive. She, uh, she she's not saying short guys are not attractive. She's saying that she's talking about short guys and and how it makes her feel. I think is what she's saying. And I'm like. 
going into a situation. To quote, I find I sometimes find it hard to talk to guys who are shorter than me, even when I'm interested in them. So it seems like there's like some sort of a mental block. So there's some, but there's but there's some sort of a mental block stopping her from wanting to talk to these people. And I'm saying try try to shift your perspective on on situations like that. Yeah, yeah. So, I was, but I was, I was, I was going to be very clear. This this person is not saying that short guys aren't attractive or she's not into them. She is into them. She is, she finds them. In, in, she's but it's for her. Like, and I think that going to any situation, yes, you can work on shifting your perspective to like a, a a wider palette of guys. But going into any relationship or any sexual situation, what I think is something that should is at the front of how you uh, it should be at the front of your mind is how oh my God, is someone in my house. I feel like someone's breaking into my house. Um, you always think someone breaking up in your house. I know, I know. Um, is are you, are you going in feeling your best and your sexiest? I think that comes first because then if you feel sexy, if you feel great, then you're gonna have a good time. But if whatever it is, whatever that block is preventing you from feeling sexy, going into the situation is gonna be a moot point because it's not gonna be good because you don't feel your best. And I feel like that's the most important thing going into sex and going into relationship, going to a new fucking job is that you feel your best. And you, if you don't, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be a good outcome. Unless you can shift your perspective. For example, I, I, this, my little belly is like a very big part of insecurity for me. And it? it was really hard for me whenever someone would, whenever someone would touch my belly, for me, I would feel gross. But then after a while, I, both my partners were like, I like your belly. I like your belly the way it is. And it allows me to feel sexy. Even if my partner touches my stomach during sex or grabs my belly while we're in the house just hugging or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? They're not making fun of me. They're they're seeing this. They're seeing my beauty, not despite my belly, but maybe even because of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it allows me to be like, oh, wow, I'm actually able to, to not be so self-conscious because of this part of my body, you know? Um, Will you let me touch your belly? And, and I... If you want to touch my belly, Monet, you can touch me. You, you probably touch my belly. I smack your ass all the time. So, yes, you can, you can touch my belly. <laughs> I think I smack Monet's ass more than I smack my own partner's asses. <laughs> so, high standards. Keep us also, guys, when you when, when we answer these, like, if you had some updates, we are, we'll try to keep in touch because I, I would love to know how some of this stuff plays out. Like, I want to know who was the last person that gets Max's dick. I want to know who gets the last Maxie dicky. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's do a reunion episode. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to the next question dear Bob and Monet our friend has a new boyfriend and everybody in our gossipy gay friend group hates him girl he's not done anything terrible he's just kind of a basic bitchy twink who thinks he's hot shit but is annoying I love my friend but I just can't stand his boyfriend do I tell him how I feel how do I move forward with friend sincerely over it girl (laughs) we've been there with a friend before (laughs) <laughs> you've been there with me. you said you've been there with me before <laughs> okay it was just you it wasn't everybody it was literally just you I, I, I did not I down the line I told you I didn't I didn't really like your I didn't really care much for your boyfriend I, I didn't I didn't I, it wasn't like this I wasn't like, he's a basic dumb bitchy twink <laughs> I was just like I don't think I like this guy um and I've had this with a few of my friends and my <laughs> rule of thumb is if oh, i don't like someone's boyfriend i don't say anything i shut my mouth 
I, I said, I shut my fat ass up. I sit there and I don't say anything because it is not my business. They will figure it out on their own. I don't want to lose my friend. Cause you know, cause I think that it'll honestly, if they're, if they're like not good, they'll end up breaking up anyway. I don't want to mm-hmm. lose my friend and have them lose their partner. And then, then, then what, 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 what was the point? I don't say anything unless I think this person is like truly bad. Like if I think they're like abusive or like, or like, like on a mental or physical level or if they're like a thief or if they're like, you know, stealing from them or something like that, that, which is also a, a form of abuse, then I would say something. But if it's just like, I don't like her, I don't say anything. Yeah. I'm with that. I mean, I'm not as much as Bob. Bob is like, will not say anything, whatever. Like, if if someone if someone thinks someone I really don't like and I'm like uh like because if there if there's a boyfriend you have to be around this person you have to hang out with them like you you you're gonna be forced to occupy a lot of space with this person so I think if it's if it's if like if I really did not like one of Bob's boyfriends like it like fucking bothered me I it was literally keeping me up and I I would tell you I would be like I would like Bob can we talk I'm like I don't know what this means but I Jacob I don't know I just I. He's this, he's that, he's X, Y, Z. And I don't know what that would mean for me and Bob, but also Bob is a level-headed person. Bob, will, he would take offense with a little bit, and then we would figure something out, but I would I, I would have to. There's How, 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 I, I don't know. I could not just stomach that for, what, a year, two, three, five years? I couldn't stomach that. Or you could shift your perspective on how you Shift these nuts, for- nigga. Shift these dots. So yeah, I mean, so if it's like that bad, like if if everybody hate him, there has to be a moment where y'all all hang out together. Y'all could be like, girl, what's the tea with Danny? And like maybe like just drop little hints, like, girl, why like just like like suss it out a little bit. Like, don't go full throttle. Like, Danny's this. I don't like his fucking hair. His mother is a fucking dumb bitch. Like, like just like a little thing like, girl, what was up with that thing that Danny did? And just see how the boy, how your friend responds and then you can navigate that. Well, also, the, the thing about me is this, this is something about me too. I will call out the behavior in the person directly, <laughs> but I won't make it Monet's business. I'll be like, hey, Danny, I don't like when you do this, this, and this. But I won't be like Monet. I don't like when Danny does this, this, and this because that's not right. Danny's. That's not Monet's business. That's Danny's business. So right. I, I have told, I have told my friends' boyfriends that I don't like their behavior. I've never said I don't like you, but I have been like this. Is, I don't like the way you do this. I don't like how you did that. Don't ever do that to me again. Don't ever do that around me again. I've I've done that before for sure. Uh, me and Alfredo's boyfriend had it out one time because he bought <laughs> someone in my house one time. Anyway, um, but I don't. Um, but I, but I don't bring it to the partner because it's not their, their it's not their problem. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not their parents; they're their partners. You know. Yeah. So, that's our humble advice. We have a, we have a few, we have a few more. All right, here we go. Dear Bob Monet, I have been dating a guy that I met in California. I live in Texas. He's way more experienced and open sexually than um, how I was raised to be. Even talking about sex makes me nervous. Okay. When he recently told me that he was interested in pegging, I immediately changed the subject. Will you both Ooh. help and tell me how I can get out of my head sexually to be open to try new things? I've only had vanilla sex in the past, but I get no pleasure from it. Oh, my God. Oh. So I want to explore. Sincerely, a whole new world. Oh <laughs> a God, whole spelled H-O-L-E. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like you're with a guy who wants to uh, you to strap up and peg him. Love that. Um, 
I'm really shocked at this part that says I've only had vanilla sex in the past and I had get no pleasure from it, baby. That's a lot of women not enjoying sex, baby. If you're not enjoying sex, you need to change up the game, honey. That's a lot of women. If you're not, if you're not enjoying sex, obviously you need you have to do it, baby. You got it. I mean, this sounds like one of those scenarios. Someone who's like, I've never had an orgasm before. I mean, you you don't enjoy yeah. sex at all, baby. Something is. I mean. You can, but you I can enjoy the act of sex. Stuff. You can enjoy the act of sex and not get pleasure. Like you can like 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 getting penetrated, but doesn't mean that you're getting off. You know what I mean? So I think that could also possibly be it. I assume I assume that this person meant like I get no pleasure, like not just physical, but like I don't like it. I I get no I get no pleasure from sex, not just no mm. physical pleasure. But I might be reading into that too much to to be honest. You yeah. Know? I mean, obviously, if you're pegging someone, you're not going to get actual physical pleasure. It's going to be more of a. Actually, that's not true because you know sometimes when you when pegging, you can actually get uh, clitoral stimulation as well. Yeah, about to say yeah, they have a little attachment you can put on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I think a lot of pegging is is for the person doing the pegging is a mental thing. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't know because I've never pegged anyway. I've never worn a strap on. Um, I don't have a vagina. Um, so I don't know how that actually works. Um, but I can say that I think you got to try you, baby, you, you may have this, this person may have, this man may have landed in your hands at the right time in the right place mm-hmm. to, to open, to show you to, um, to, you know, I can show you the world. <laughs> this might be the moment. Yeah, I think um so you want to find out how you can get out of your head sexually. I think maybe what it can start with cuz you said that you don't like even sometimes talking about sex makes you nervous. So maybe y'all can start with maybe y'all can start with getting watch like getting a dirty magazine looking that together. That can graduate to watch maybe watching um porn pics together online. That can graduate to watching porn together online. I think Ooh, that you need you know to what else could, You know what else they could do Monet? You just reminded me. Maybe just maybe you can start with texting. Yo, texting, you text, texting, some dirty some That's a you great way to start. Wow, you can just send some dirty texts. Even if you're texting someone in the room, that can be hot and very sexy. Oh, very sexy. That I think that can be very sexy. Then then if when y'all go out to dinner, after you do the text, you can graduate to like maybe like at at dinner just whispering something to him, him whispering something to you that's dirty, like stuff like that. So you could just get more comfortable with getting and again it doesn't have to be dirty like i want you to take your fucking uh penis and annihilate my pussy through my mouth like you don't have to be all that it can just be like i want to i really wanted that wasn't even sexy you weren't even trying you were just you were just writing uh wait wait, wait, was it excerpt from coldest winter ever was that a sister soldier book you were reading it can be something really simple like i really wish i was kissing you right now i really wish i was touching your penis right now like like just small things that just get you going so you can get a little bit more comfortable and you can start watching porn together and doing that and the deck can graduate because then also when you get in porn you can get inspired you can be like oh what is that toy and then maybe that would then maybe i can take a trip to a porn store together and y'all can buy like little thing like just i think it's gradual thing but i think starting with text what bob said i think that's a great way to start that's a great way that, that way you're not saying it you don't have to look at his reaction in time you can text it press yeah. send and just wait to get it back and then see what happens i think that's a great way to start yeah, try sending a dirty text when you're apart from each other, and then maybe try sending a dirty text when you're together in the same house. Yeah. Maybe not in the same room, but in the same house when they leave the room. And then, if you really want to get kind of spicy, send a dirty text when you're with your friends, but you're just texting each other. But it also yes. depends on the partner you have, because we like w- one of our friends, Patty. 
Patty's a friend that if you try to text, like if I try to text Patty something shady about Monet, before Patty reads it, Patty looks at the phone and goes, Bob, why are you texting me? And I'm like, nigga, shut the hell up. <laughs> that is very funny. That's because Patty's loyal. Unlike Kennedy that just let anything fly. That's why. <laughs> if you want to submit questions for sibling advisory, we're not trying to gatekeep the advice. But, you know, you have to be a patron of ours. We keep it behind the paywall. So you want to submit a, a, a question for advisory. Um, we put a form on our Patreon. You can submit it there. And, again, we encourage, we encourage, we encourage audio submissions so we can get a feel for who you are and your, like, your vibe and your temperament so we can mm-hmm. help you a little bit and give uh, advice that's, that's curated more for you. And if you want to join our Patreon, please go to um, siblingrivalry.com podcast.com slash support that is sibling rivalry podcast.com slash support all right um all um, right we love some, some good I, questions I love, today I love very much my, so let, let this be the beginning of the hair journey we are at day one not even two hours i'm gonna put my my bandana on right now so that i, I can bandana. wake up my i like ass that color bandana gymnasium. actually it's really cute um this is hunter green this stands for daddy and son play It's not my hanky. I have engaged in some daddy and son play in my in my life. Have um, you? This is strictly a coincidence. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I don't think I've ever you done a daddy and son thing. Like no. Oh, Jacob just put his camera on for the daddy and son thing. So you you and Jacob be be, be daddy and son. Oh, that's not that's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh. Mm. All right, y'all. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. 
New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>